Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 33 of Unfiltered. Today, I'm joined by my friend Dylan again. Hello. <laughs> um, today, we're going to talk about how to be happy, um, the top five study spaces at Harvard before and after the pandemic, and then our opinions on how COVID has affected the future of learning. Um, yeah, I think this was a super cool episode. I feel like we touched on a wide variety of topics. Um, and Dylan, if you have a book recommendation, yeah, I, uh, you, you can go ahead and share sure. that. Sure. Okay. My book recommendation is a book that I want to read. So I guess I'm recommending it to myself. It's <laughs> called Humor Seriously. It's about how to be funny. Ooh. Um, so I, I read this, I read this article online that was, I think it was, it was about why humor is important in life. And then um, it's about, I think it was a guy who was pretending he, he wasn't funny, but it was, it was funny. It was like, it was about him, like how he wasn't funny and he tried practicing being funny, but then he recommended this book. <laughs> That's um, interesting. So I like, I think he read the book and became funny and was able to write this funny article oh. so that, that, that's what i think is going on there but oh. i found do you think you're not funny um i think you're really funny <laughs> okay thanks. people yeah um, my I, mom thinks you're funny <laughs> okay. i think your brother is funny but everyone oh, thinks you're funny that's so okay, annoying yeah, but um yeah but uh like okay so one one thing that was interesting and i don't want to make this intro too long but this this is kind of funny so there's there's actual like techniques of being funny so that's why i thought it was interesting um so one of them is like you say three things in a row and then the first two make it seem like you're like the first two are in the same category and make it seem like it's leading up to something else but then you just say something completely different for the third one and then that's funny what <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know they were like techniques yeah they're techniques so i I think it would be interesting to read about the techniques. Oh, is it for like stand-up comedy kind of, or is it just no, like it's in just real life? Yeah, it's just being funny and in real. It's like there's there's probably formats for different kinds of jokes, right? Like there's definitely ways to classify classify jokes, like oh. um, sort of like how how our conflict resolution class classified like oh, emotions true. and yeah. like ways to think about yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, like there's definitely a way to like classify things, and then I think having a more organized way to think about humor might be useful. Dang, that's deep. <laughs> yeah. And wait, we should have a that's deep count on this podcast. <laughs> I say it a lot because Dylan's so deep. I'm not deep. Well, you're deeper than I thought you were. So <laughs> okay. it's relative. Wow. No. Okay. Right. That, I just realized that's not a t Okay. Well, you thought I was jaded, so <laughs> it's fine. Um, um, okay. What are we excited for? We are excited for this we, week. What are we collectively excited for? We are for? both excited for, um, <laughs> So in my physics class, we have a take-home lab this week, and it's about tempering chocolate. And what that means is, um, so chocolate bars you buy from the store are like nice and smooth and shiny, but chocolate doesn't come like that. So tempering is the process that makes it like that. And it turns out it's related to uh, phase transitions. And so you have to like heat it up to a certain temperature and get it in the right phase and then like cool it down or something like that. I don't really know yet, but... So we Dylan's gonna that. come over to our kitchen and appropriate our stove. <laughs> yeah, it and requires make two pots and a stove, which I don't have in my dorm room. Wait, this is cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited. That'll be fun. Nice. Yep. And then we can eat it after. Nice. I'm also excited that it's Easter, but <laughs> okay. Anything else you're excited for? Um, I'm most excited about that, but 
I guess I'm also excited about our Dunster Easter egg hunt that's Aww, happening right now. I think really I think a few people like already found some <laughs> from my notifications. But, oh, do they text you when they find? Yeah. It? So we have a we have a thread. Wait, that uh, is so oh, cute. Oh wait, so many have been found. Oh no. There's like one <laughs> left. <laughs> Who? Okay, I think this is like is this like what one person found like. Oh. oh, three. Oh, wait, no. Oh, these are different people. Okay, that's good. As long as it's distributed. As long as it's not one person finding 20 eggs. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, nice. All right. Uh, I think that'll wrap up the intro. Um, Dylan, test number three. What do I say at the end? Uh, without further ado, on to segment one. That's on to close the enough. first segment. Yeah, yeah. Close yeah, enough. not segment one. What am I saying? <laughs> I was testing on, Emily. Dylan, you should have studied. All right. Hey, don't try to flip this on me. <laughs> this is my podcast. <laughs> I feel like every that time I record Amanda's with podcast. you and Amanda, it's just me trying to like establish that this is my podcast, <laughs> not yours. <laughs> I know it's your podcast. Thank you. All right. Without further ado, let's get on to the first segment. Hi, everyone. I'm sitting next to Dylan for the third time. <laughs> At this Hi. point, do you even need oh. to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm back. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think Dylan brings an interesting perspective to the podcast because, I mean, he's a junior. Um, he's already been through kind of a normal Harvard. Um, and he's also a very happy person. So that's a perfect segue into our first segment, um, which is how to be happy. Cool. Um, yeah, so, so I, I wanted to talk about how to be happy because like this podcast is like very optimistic. So, um, and yeah, I, I think I am pretty happy in general. So I wanted to talk about that with Emily, who I also think is pretty happy. Wow. um, (laughs) Yeah. So maybe we can share some advice on how to be happy. Yeah. But maybe, um, so like when I was thinking about how to like structure this this um, segment, uh, I thought maybe it'd be a good idea to begin by like saying why like happiness is good or like preferred over other emotions. Mm. Okay, um, that's interesting. Yeah, so I think that when you're happy, you just feel better in general, and then you make other people around you feel better, mm-hmm. and like some some effects of that are like you're just more productive. Mm-hmm. Um, you enjoy what you're doing more and um yeah I don't know. and then people like being around you more so it's like easier to mm-hmm. make friends maybe mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree with all that okay that's definitely dylan <laughs> anything to add well i mean i think i think for me like the biggest thing is um like how it affects other people but i also think like when you're happy you just have just you have a better perspective of the world like, I hate being around people who are so pessimistic, if that makes mm. sense. So I always try to be super positive. And, but at the same time, you can be overly positive. But <laughs> yeah, it's about true. a balance. So, yeah. Okay. But I feel like you're a very happy person. Okay, I've yeah, noticed I, that. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you want to get into your tips. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. So I guess we can talk about, like, how uh, – or, like, maybe how I – try to be happier so um I think there's like two parts so like one is like how you interact with yourself and one is how you interact 
with other people. Oh, that's deep. So, like, <laughs> so, it's too early yeah, for okay. this. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, um, I think one, one place to start with your, or actually maybe, maybe we can back up a little bit. And so I, I think like, so, um, you might think that emotions are something you can't control, but I think happiness is something that you can like, um, that you can generate yourself mm -hmm. and then you can, um, you can just be, be a happier person, like voluntarily. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I, I started doing that. Like, I think around like middle school, like sixth to like eighth grade. Whoa, so, wait, oh my gosh, you were a mature middle no, schooler. No, I, I was Whoa. just like, oh, it's like, why, why do I like being around these people more than like these other people? I think it's cause like they, they're just in general, like happier people. Dang. So then, um, yeah, so I, I think, so um, I guess what, what I tried to do was, um, I guess there were like a lot of factors, but like one thing I tried to do was you can just like fake being happy and, until like, until like you just, pra you just like keep That's, practicing that and then yeah. it's like fake it till you make it. Yeah, I, I feel like that has been said on this podcast a lot. <laughs> yeah, so you can definitely like um, just practice uh feeling happy and then or like just, just like mm. pretend being happy and then like then one day you'll actually that, just be permanently happy is that hard i feel like that's um, hard like especially if you're not happy and then you're like yeah so i guess you have to find you, you have to find things to be happy about and then you can you can do that by like appreciating things mm. around you so I, there's like i think there's a lot to appreciate you just have to like look for it but dang that's um, also deep <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so yeah, if you if you find like things that you like, maybe yeah. just in nature or like things that other people um, do for you, just like notice what they're doing for you and like, mm. like wow, that's really nice. And then yeah, then you'll be you'll be happier. And then just like focus on those things. Yeah, like um, yeah, yeah. I think in my last episode I said like recognize when you're happy and then like keep going back to those moments. Like if you're doing an activity and you're like, oh wait, this makes you really happy. I mean, keep doing it, uh -huh. obviously. Yeah, but in middle school like how did you make yourself more happy that's interesting oh i think oh a, a big like moment in my life i think was i went to this like um or maybe i won't elaborate on the details because that is not really relevant but um someone told me like um or someone gave this like really good speech and then uh and the point of it was like how loud do you say thank you in the world or so, something like that and then, Ooh, and then the, the speech was like so good so like I, that yeah that was like the first time i think i felt like really inspired Ooh. and then um yeah so then i i just tried like being try to notice like uh more things that i could be grateful for and then i think that leads to being happy in in like mm. one dimension that's so yeah. nice I guess, yeah, some other things that you can do um, are like giving yourself enough time for things. So I, I think mm. I've noticed that when there's like a, there's like deadlines coming up or if I don't have, if I didn't like block out enough time for me to do something, I'm probably more stressed out than if I had like a lot of time. So then, yeah, um, yeah. So I think if you just like give yourself enough time to finish your tasks mm. and like, yeah mm -hmm. then then like that relieves some stress and then you'll be more happy do you um, procrastinate 
uh sometimes but like i, I, feel I like think you don't i feel like you're a very productive student. um <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's just the Some... side that you're showing me yeah i, I don't know yeah like so i guess some I, I try to like finish everything pretty early but i do um, too but it doesn't always work that mm. work out that way <laughs> sometimes i finish things so early that i forget to turn them in oh, no. and then the class doesn't accept them <laughs> oh, no. which is actually really unfortunate oh that's kind of funny yeah and i even showed them like the date on the notability i was like I did it before the deadline. Uh, they were like, no. Oh, what? <sighs> it's fine. Okay. It's fine. That's a little bit sad. Yeah, no, it was sad. But it's okay because I could drop my lowest score, uh, which was a zero. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Uh, um, also, right. also, when you leave yourself more time, you can like, you have more time to do the things that make you happy. Mm. Oh, do you not okay. agree? Oh, no, I, I just didn't think of that. Oh. So, so that, that's, that's interesting too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, yeah, you like, you can just like show up early to think. I think like when I, when I'm running late, I'm just like stressed out. Oh, but like, say, I, I hate usually don't. Late. Yeah. So, so I usually just like be pretty early to me things. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I'm, I'm super early to things. Mm. Well, not super early. I'm just very cognizant of time. Okay. And people who aren't cognizant of time make me angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when you're waiting, <laughs> when you're waiting for like, I don't know. Even like a few minutes, it's like yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's, oh, like like wow, I yeah, I kind of feel bad or yeah. You feel rejected. Yeah, it's like <laughs> oh, they didn't value my time. But then when Dang. you show up early, um, you make I don't know. You're not that strong. Okay, I, I guess if you show up early, then you're guaranteed to have to wait. But like I don't know, waiting but it's beyond a different the kind of wait. yeah, yeah, <laughs> waiting beyond the yeah. time you schedule is kind of stressful. Yeah. Um. Okay. What else makes you happy, or how um, else do you stay happy? Hmm. Those were like the interactions with, with the self that I thought mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. I think um, I have like a couple other things for interacting with other people. So like one thing is, um, I guess, just if you surround yourself with people who are also happy, mm-hmm. then you'll like, um, there's like positive feed- or yeah, positive yeah. feedback. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I think responding to like bad things is, uh is also important to say happy so like one thing is if if someone like if someone wrongs you in some way i I, um i think instead of instead of being mad like it's helpful just to be like oh they probably didn't mean to do that like giving them the benefit of the doubt yeah like yeah i I do that i try to yeah it's like if if like a if a baby like knocks over your food or something you won't like get mad at the baby right it's like oh yeah. they probably don't know what they're doing so yeah like yeah if you if you like approach things like that um there's like less weighing down your mind or yeah like you know. yeah like you assume best intentions yeah it's like mm-hmm. yeah i also think like a huge thing is well definitely like surrounding your, i agree with like surrounding yourself with happy people um but also like when yeah like when you're in a situation where there's conflict like oh my gosh oh side note <laughs> dylan and i were in the same conflict resolution class so maybe this is where i'm getting it but you should try to see both sides like get both mm. sides of the story like if you're one side obviously you have like that side but you try to like understand the other person's perspective yeah like, i think you should like even i think you should try to imagine the best scenario for them like, right, right it's like oh they probably had a really bad day or something mm-hmm. yeah 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 it's like oh i shouldn't like make their day even worse yeah yeah 
Because, like, I feel like that is definitely a product of being happy because, like, you view situations optimistically. Like, mm-hmm. you view the world optimistically. But going back to, like, the per- surrounding yourself with uh-huh. people who make you happy thing, like, have you ever been in a situation where, like, you've kind of been around people who aren't necessarily the happiest and you, like, in that situation, do you remove yourself? Like, you actively, like, oh, like- tell yourself you won't spend as much time with them? I think it just happens naturally, right? Like you just don't yeah. want to hang out yeah. with people who are always negative. You attract people yeah. with a similar view. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then another thing is like, um, I think it's important not to hold grudges or- Yeah, that's or like, huge. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and not to like- um, blame other people for things that that might that like bad things that may have happened so i think it's important to like take responsibility for everything and then mm. you're just like oh how can i like how can i do better next mm-hmm. time and like mm-hmm. not um not let this happen again maybe yeah i think yeah. like one f- emotion that really counteracts happiness is like bitterness mm. or just resentment um and i find that yeah, like if you hold a grudge against someone, like that bitterness just grows and grows and grows and it's like harder to be happy. And so yeah. I think dealing with that is super important. Like trying not to, I like learning how to let go kind of and move on is a big thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like kind of related to that is, or I guess this it's the same idea, but like you should always be forward looking and not backward looking. So one thing, um one thing that i that's also deep (laughs) so yeah i think one thing i don't like is when people are always like oh we could have done this we could have oh yeah that pisses you could like um like it already happened so like you (laughs) it's like what do you do from here um like it doesn't really matter what you could have done or i guess you can think about what you could have done better but um but like living with regret is kind it's like not really productive right you can just think about oh like that happened I could have done this better and then in the future I'll do I'll just do this but yeah so like things that happened in the past you can't change them anyway so yeah um just like learn from it and then Mm -hmm. do better in the future yeah because like I mean you're gonna like have things that you obviously could have done better but if you do everything perfectly then like how are you supposed to learn (laughs) and like how are you supposed to grow Hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I try to live life with no regrets. I don't really know like what that means in the practical sense, <laughs> but I tell myself I try to live life with no regrets. Yeah, I think there there's some things like in the past that like that maybe I've done that if I if I like think about it too much it's like cringy, but then like <laughs> like yeah, what? But, uh, I, I think like I think my interactions with my high school teachers were were not that great. So really? like, I didn't have yeah, I didn't I didn't have a good relationship with my high school teachers, but mm. um I no now mm-hmm. like so um <laughs> yeah so uh and yeah i just like try not to or mm-hmm. like i've like learned from that so i i just like don't mm. don't think I, like i've internalized what i need to that's, that's uh, like huge. take away and then like i don't think about yeah don't think it's about like, it oh no why did i do that it's okay i have a question for you yeah. have you found it easier or harder to stay happy in college or like to be happy i think I think it's easier to stay happy in college because there's so much like exciting things going on. Oh, all you're the not time. jaded. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, also the people at Harvard are like 
are like while while they're like super talented, they're also really nice and like yeah. willing to talk to you. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I think the people at Harvard are also um, or like the environment at Harvard from the or how do I say this? Is it like? I mean, I understand. I think Harvard really. I mean, I think the admissions process is interesting because, like, when they look at an applicant, I think they can like strongly consider whether or not they contribute to the community. And so, like, as a result, like they, I mean, they like Harvard prides itself on its community. And like, as a result, like, I mean, you are immersed into this environment and you find that everyone's kind of like super friend, or like for the most part, everyone's really friendly. Everyone's willing to talk. I feel like everyone brings something unique. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it, yeah, it's easy to like, get inspired, to be happy, to stay positive. Yeah, um, especially like compared to my my high school, I think mm-hmm. like everyone here is like really really nice. Yeah. Um, and like really friendly. So, yeah, it, it's I think that's a, a big reason why it's easier to stay happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's probably just because there's like a lot more people, mm-hmm. so you have. It's just a bigger number of happy yeah. people. Yeah. Have you found that your happiness has grown over college? Like, do you think you're happier now than you were as a freshman, or has it kind of been like a continual happiness? Um, oh, I think. Uh, so, I think I, I don't know if I've said this before on the podcast, but like, um, like fr- uh, freshman year, I like I focused on like my school a lot, so I mm-hmm. didn't really do anything, like. So I had, oh, I, didn't really I think you said so that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Um, I'm trying to make more like free time. So um, I think I'm proud that... of you, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm trying to make more free time so I can um, spend more time with, with friends. M- with because... Amanda and I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Among, among other people. And then... <laughs> um... No, we're your only friends. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's like the the having free time point. So I, I, I want to be at a point where like if anyone asks to like hang out I can say yes Hmm. um I I think I think like the point of college is probably like more so like meeting meeting your lifelong friends than like than learning like useful info because I like after working like in internships it's like the stuff you learn in class (laughs) isn't directly related so I don't think that matters as much as as like um as like yeah as a friend's so I, okay, I think, I mean, it might be a bit different for me because I'm pre-med. Mm-hmm. So I think that, I mean, information, I'm, school is definitely important. Yeah. But I actually, like, I, I do think that, like, the social aspect is just so much more important. And so for me, like, I I definitely at times prioritize social things over my academics. But if I do that, I want to make sure that it's worth it. Like, I want to make sure that I'm getting a lot out of that. And I feel okay. like... I feel like for me, it hasn't worth it in some ways because like you said, like, I don't know, like the people here are just so, they're just so nice. And they're <laughs> so talented. Like they're so inspiring. I feel like mm-hmm. every single person is like added something so unique to my life, mm-hmm. which is really, really yeah. cool. To see. I also, I also don't know if it's like, uh, you sh- I think you shouldn't have to choose between like, am I going to do this assignment or I'm going to hang out with. Well, if you think, schedule your time well, you yeah, should have it's to like, choose. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, like I'm going to choose like four classes, not five. Yeah, um, that's I'm true. I'm going that's to like true. uh do these extracurriculars so then I have like 
I have this like extra time that like I could either spend like I guess studying more um, or I could spend it just like doing whatever I want. Yeah, I, um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not always black and white. I've also learned that like in college, time is really, really precious because mm. it actually passes by really fast. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't. I don't have uh, that. That's all I wrote down. Those are really um, good tips. Okay. I, I have a final final question for you. Okay. How, like, where do you stand on your happiness now? Um, wh wh what do you mean? Like, like, do you think you're pretty happy right now um, with like how things are going? Or yeah, I think I think I'm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good. Think, yeah, just just checking in. <laughs> How about you? Um, I think I'm okay. I think that the interesting thing about this semester is that I've been doing a lot more in comparison to last semester, both academically, like I'm in more like extracurriculars, like hard classes and stuff, um, but also on the like social and like I feel like I'm doing a lot more, like a lot more different activities that are bringing me happiness, like rock climbing Ooh. and I'm doing yoga and. I'm learning how to play tennis. I'm really bad, but it actually makes me happy because it's really fun. Um, and yeah, I'm definitely like meeting more people and stuff like that. And so all of that is making me happier. Um, I think it has been a little harder to kind of maintain that happiness because of the stress of school. And like you said, like I don't always schedule enough time to do assignments, um, which I definitely should. Um, and then I do think like socially there have been a bit there has been like a bit more to think about, but <clears throat> even though it's been harder to maintain that happiness, I still think I'm generally a happy person. So yeah, <laughs> too long didn't really <laughs> answer. Yes, I'm happy. Yeah, I think one, one <laughs> thing I could do, like I, I think I did a good job like going in, but then I was like, I have all this free time. Now oh. let me sign up for some more things. No, I was like, no, dude, that I messed it up. But no. like, I, I, I still do have like free time. Like I, I'm definitely, it's definitely better than my first two years in terms of like oh, allocating free time. Good. But I think, well, I think what happens when you're, um, when you're like choosing your schedule is like based on the previous semester, you might, you might recalibrate. So I think I'm, what happened for me is it goes between really busy and like not busy mm. <laughs> between semesters. So then, um, Last semester, I was really not busy, but also I was at home. So, like, oh. um, there was less, like, opportunity yeah, to yeah. spend social time. But so, so I, like, I just did random stuff by myself at home. But um, but then that caused me to add more to my schedule this semester. Dang. It's, you need to find that balance. <laughs> yeah, I think you need to, like, you need to have a pre-written commitment or something like that to, like, yeah, not, mm, yeah. Yeah, I think as a... I think freshman year is definitely when it's it's very extreme. So like, I mean, last semester I like wasn't that busy. This semester I'm pretty busy, mm -hmm. and I think sophomore year I need to just like figure out what I need, like what I can cut and like what I want to actually commit to. Because I think mm -hmm. now I'm like trying a lot of different things, and yeah. Okay. Good. Anything else on this topic? Um, I think another aspect Ooh. of being happy. I we, we won't talk about it, but it's like. Um, it's how, how you make other people 
happy. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, Maybe we can talk about that a different time. I mean, do you have any quick thoughts? Quick thoughts (laughs) is the five core concerns from Jenna. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Our comment resolution class. What's the book called? Beyond Reason. Beyond Reason by Daniel Shapiro. What are the five core concerns? Five core concerns? You don't remember? I I remember Uh, like two of them. um, Appreciation, affiliation, autonomy, status, and role. Wow, that brings me me back to November. (laughs) But maybe you can talk about that. That, That's huge. Yeah, how you treat others is really important. Mm -hmm. Look out for another episode with Dylan on it. Okay, (laughs) Uh, I think that'll end the segment. That was really interesting. I actually really think that talking to you about how you're happy has kind of change my perspective of you mm, because yeah. I knew you were a happy person okay. but I didn't know that it was kind of like an active like decision yeah that's yeah, that, I that, think that's realizing really that you can control your emotions yeah is, that's that's really interesting. interesting I'm sure you can make yourself feel sad too on, oh on how purpose. to be sad but yeah but I, that's that's like ha- the state of happiness is preferred to yeah. sadness yeah all right okay nice okay the next topic that is I think is super cool is talking about the top five study spaces at Harvard before and after the pandemic. Obviously, I can only speak on the after pandemic <laughs> front, but Dylan definitely has like the spaces for before. So yeah, I talk about so that. I actually wrote down more than five, but maybe we can we can I'll describe them and then we can discuss criteria <laughs> oh, that we can rank them with. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So like the first Sorry, I thought it was Lamont. That's probably where I associate the most with like Late rigorous studying. Because mm, it's quiet, right? Um, it's like, so the quietest is actually Widener. Lamont is like, Lamont is, you can whisper to people and it's fine. Yeah. Um, but what I like about Lamont is that um, I guess like you can kind of like talk to people, but there, there's these nice spaces uh, in the bookshelf. So there's like, there's these nooks in the bookshelves oh, where there's nice. like a small table where like two to four people can go. And um, it's like really cozy. And oh, then, I like cozy places. Um, yeah, you're like surrounded by like three walls of books. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where I usually go to study for finals. So, um, so nice. me and a friend just go there really early in the morning, like eight, and then put all our stuff down. And we study for a few hours and then we go get lunch. And then we come back to the same spot continue studying for the entire reading period um actually okay wait i'll 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 talk about the full reading period when i talk about another study space but that that's where you that's where you end it because that that's how you um i think lamont is the best place to like just like grind i guess yeah Yeah. it it seems that way because i like how you're kind of like in your own little world Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and then I guess it's um so there's three floors the the first and third floor are the same there's these like bookshelves and then there's there's tables like inside the bookshelves and then there's also like an open area with with desks um it's like one person per desk um and then the second floor is um the second floor is like a balcony that overlooks the first floor and then there's also bookshelves but um there's like there's like really small desks by the by the wall, mm-hmm. and then there's like larger tables nearer to like the balcony part that 
overlook. I, I don't know if this is a good description. I can't visualize this. <laughs> I'll but, insert a map of Lamont into the podcast description. Um, yeah. Okay. But like the general atmosphere is like everyone's focused, but you can, you can like kind of collaborate. Um, That's nice. Yeah. And yeah. then another study space is Widener. So Widener is like the, the main like big library in the yard. Um, so that one's atmosphere is like dead silent. So yeah. if you talk at all, like people stare at you. Oh, so, I, yeah. yeah. I was like whispering to my friends and everyone was like, like looking Dude, at me. Just... Why would you? I feel like I would be so paranoid the whole mm -hmm. time that like I'd knock over something. Yeah. Like if you, it's so quiet in there. It's um, And also the sound echoes. Like I remember yeah. one, my dad and I visited Harvard in February and we got into Weiner because I like talked mm -hmm. to the security guard and I was like, oh, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm coming in the fall. And then we like walked into the room. We like opened the door really loud. We like barged in <laughs> and then like the sound just like echoed through the room and everyone was kind of like, what? And I was like, oh, this is awkward. <laughs> <And> we left. <laughs> yeah. It's like really pretty on the inside because it's like a museum basically. Um, and then there's that big room with like all the tables where yeah. everyone's studying really quietly. And there's also some side rooms, but those are also super quiet. Um, so I usually don't go to Widener because that's a little bit too quiet for me. Mm. Um, it's pretty yeah. though. Yeah, it is. It is pretty. So I don't know. It's like a little bit too quiet to focus that's so interesting. That, you like yeah. a little noise. Yeah, maybe some like power. Like I think you you want to. Um, I was gonna say you want to feel like you're all doing work together, but I guess you are. But it's just like really quiet, <laughs> which I don't like. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's what the atmosphere in Widener is like. It's like a museum and it's super quiet. Um, another one that I went to a lot um, when I was. Freshman was Smith Campus Center. Oh, I've actually been there. Yeah, that that place is like really modern, um, unlike Widener and Lamont. Um, so um, that has like, or it's like the second floor, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And there's, I guess there's also a first floor, but it's basically like all glass. And then the the furniture there That's is nice. um, like interesting, like modern geometric shapes. I guess. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's like bright colors and then i guess it's kind of like the architecture is kind of like industrial yeah but um yeah plus like the colorful furniture yeah um i like but, the natural light yeah yeah and then and then you can collaborate there so mm. uh so that, that's why i went there a lot because you can just work with other people mm. um and then there's these like there's these like spinny chairs i don't know if you saw those it's like a top you sit on it and then you oh. can like lean back and you go all the way. Yeah, oh. I don't know. It's just, it's just like Wait. it's just like a lighter mood in in Smith. Mm -hmm. That's so yeah. interesting. I think like every study space at Harvard is so different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's okay. So that's Smith, and then another one is Cabot Science Library. Oh, I love it. I think second... that's my favorite. Okay. Yeah. The second floor of the Science Center. So they have like the the high tops. Uh, what's a high top? I mean, they have like the the desks that are like really high and then skinny. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. those. Okay. Yeah, they have those and they also have like normal like long tables but it's like individual desk spaces um <gasps> i miss yeah I don't know. That, one's also, that one's also recently renovated i think it was new last year oh last semester <laughs> i was able to go to these places and i can't <laughs> oh i miss it yeah so that one's good because it's in like an optimal location so usually your classes are around that area so yeah. between classes you can go there and do like some quick homework um <laughs> yeah 
and yeah, so for my fine for my reading period, usually what we did was um, me and like one friend just first we first we spent the first part of reading period in there just like reviewing stuff, and then like or like we weren't in the same class, but but we just like <laughs> we worked individually, mm-hmm. but like we needed someone to keep us motivated. That's so nice. Then, that's so nice. We went there and we studied in in there, so th- that's like more casual, I would say, mm-hmm. and then. Um, then we moved into Lamont for like the final stretch, and then oh my gosh. after that we were ready. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. You gotta go. You have to get all the different moods from yeah. all the different places. Okay, this is like a side note. Just a side. Note. This has nothing to do with it. Back before the pandemic, were P sets and stuff on paper? Uh, you can do it on paper and like scan it in. I usually just did it on my iPad. Okay. So but now it's like you have to do it on an iPad. Uh, you can still write on paper and scan it. In. Oh, okay. That's right. true. That's true. But like, did you ever turn in the actual paper? Oh yeah. For some classes. That's so for weird. Some classes, yeah. Whoa. I haven't written with pencil in so long. Yeah. Most classes you can submit on canvas though. Oh, but was um, Gradescope a thing back then? Yeah. Yeah. Gradescope. Okay, okay. Yeah. I think, yeah. Most classes you submit on canvas goes to Gradescope or wait, maybe you submit on Gradescope. Gradescope. goes to canvas. Yeah. And then they grade I, on canvas. Yeah. But I, I also know, exams are on paper, right? Oh yeah. That's yeah. strange to me. That's so weird. <laughs> okay. Anyway, all right, moving on. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Oh, and then like dining halls is nice to study. To study? Really? Yeah. You can study there? Yeah. So there's only dining um like five to like seven or something, and like um I don't know, like noon to two. So like Oh, it's yeah. open. Yeah, so oh, it's just open. That. You can just go into like dining halls to study. Oh. Which is pretty nice because like the some of the dining halls are really pretty. Um, at Dunster. <laughs> I know you always want to plug Dunster. I, I wasn't going to say Dunster. Yeah, you Everyone were. was thinking. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay. And then, like, as there's just other random rooms in buildings. Hmm. So, Do you ever study in places off campus, like coffee shops or? Um, oh, once I went to Cambridge Public Library. Oh, that place is really pretty. Yeah. Is it nice inside? Um. It's pretty good. I, I think I just like exploring new spaces. Yeah. Like changing too. the changing your environment is like Huge. it keeps it fun. That's another way to yeah. stay happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess we can rank those if you want, or we can just leave it there and mm. talk about pandemic spaces. I mean, personally for me, like I haven't been to all of them. I've been to Okay. I can give you my my yeah. preferred ranking. Okay, let's see. Um all right, I'd probably put Widener last. Mm. I feel like I want to try it, but I feel like I yeah, don't. I think you like it's it's an interesting experience, but I uh, it's hard to like. I feel like if there's people who love Widener, that says a lot about the character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Widener is also stacks. It's like oh stacks yeah, under. It's like in the basement, and then it's really dark. Or actually, wait, it's, why it would might you not want to study be, there? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's kind of creepy, in my opinion. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, Widener's last. Number five. Number four will probably go to, ooh, maybe, this is tough. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe Smith. Mm. Uh, And then, then, oh, wait, I still don't, I still have dining halls. Okay, wait. Uh, Dining halls are kind of fun, though. 
Actually, no. I would I'd say number four is dining halls. Okay. Because you, I think it's too fun. So, <laughs> like, you can talk that's, at any volume you want. That's when you go when you have like work that like you kind of need to yeah, you kind of need to study on. Things. Like you kind of need to focus on, but you don't have to. Yeah, like studying with other people is is a is a main social activity at Harvard. I think. So, I'm bad at studying with other people. <laughs> yeah, but like when you're studying with other people, are you really studying? That's true. You're, like, that's true. Yeah. Um. Okay, so five Widener, four Dining Hall, three Smith, maybe, and then two, maybe Lamont, and then one Cabot Science Library, maybe. Yeah, I actually love the Cabot Library. I used to go there a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, like, I'm cool. just really excited to not have to study in my dorm anymore. So, like, in a normal year, you don't really study at your dorm, yeah, I, right? I spent like no time in my oh, dorm. I basically slept so... in my But now, now like well, I have I'm... a setup. So yeah, like... now Dylan's <laughs> Dylan's room is literally well. First of all, Dylan's room is seventy five percent his bed. <laughs> so I don't know it's how really he. Cramped. I don't know how he rolls out of bed and gets into class. I would just stay in bed all day. Um, also, I don't know how you study with your bed right there. Um, well, sometimes I... I give in to my bed. That's why I don't know if you listened to my last episode, but you got you got to have a work life separation. Um, <laughs> it's impossible in my room. Though. Yeah, that's I, true. I think I, I have it the best way like I can, because like there's there's half my room is like bed, and then the other half is like not bed. True. 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 <laughs> and true. then it's like blocked off. By my yeah, desk. you're you're trying your best. Yeah. Um, what else? Okay, yeah. Do you want to yeah. do it after pandemic now? Yeah, I guess after for me after pandemic, I only study in my room. I was like texting Dylan about this episode, and I was like, "Top five study spaces: desk, bed, floor, couch, bed." <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, okay, honestly, the only place I can really study is my desk. Last semester, I could go into Cabot and Smith, which were nice. And sometimes when the weather is nice. Um, we study at wide, like on the steps of Widener, oh. so not like inside. What we're like, let us in, <laughs> or like at the yard, like sitting against a tree. That's kind of nice. Oh, Although we crazy. always, but then we always just dish our work and then like yeah, it sounds throw the too, football around. Yeah, if you're outside, it seems like it, the you're like on the verge of leaving your work behind all the time. Yeah, no, it's terrible. It's too nice. I, right? I joined section from my from outside, and mm-hmm. I just was not paying attention to the project. <laughs> um, and then. I really, I haven't studied inside a coffee shop, but I studied one time outside of Tate. Like I like sat yeah. at the table in okay. front and like sat there and studied a little bit, but it wasn't really studying. So I don't know. Honestly, right now it's literally just my desk. So, <laughs> woo. Okay, nice. <laughs> I don't know what's like next year. If I still have my setup, then like I probably. Uh, see that's it that's the thing is like i've been talking to some people and they're like oh i feel like i'm just gonna study at my desk because that's what i'm used to now mm. and i'm like nah not for me like <laughs> i'm gonna be gone okay, I yeah I, I think i think the fun of like exploring other spaces might might be yeah. more worth it than like than the setup yeah also it makes you actually feel like a student i feel like i don't feel mm. like a student like i love like walking around my backpack okay and like walking from place to place i feel like that'll be so fun yeah yeah, yeah. but okay okay um, do you want to rank those? <laughs> number one, bed. <laughs> I'm just um, okay, I've actually cool. never studied on my bed. Yeah, no, I've never studied on my bed either. Okay. Um, okay, last thing is Dylan was inspired by this one. Oh, wait. Like, 
are we are we stopping this or are we just gonna continue i think we can continue okay sounds good because we have yeah yeah so, so yeah so we wanted to talk about like the future of learning and like how we think COVID has affected the future of learning and kind of our future predictions for harvard's campus yeah so so i i thought of like four four aspects of learning that maybe we can discuss okay so 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 i'll just say them right now so like the first one is note taking the second one is uh how lectures will be the third is how like studying and collaboration mm. will be and the fourth is how tests and exams will be okay so maybe let's start with note taking do you think your note taking style has changed um so i think for me like because my classes are synchronous it's kind of the same okay but like what I do is I have the notes pulled up on my iPad and I'll, fo- I'll follow it. But then I have like composition notebooks while I handwrite. Because for me, like handwriting the notes helps me like process the information. And like I think if in a normal year, like I would try to handwrite it. But at the same time, maybe I type it. I don't really know. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, so I think uh, I think my note taking is a little similar. Okay. I would say I would say I'm definitely taking uh fewer notes oh yeah than i would normally yeah. because um i think when it turns to online they put so much more material on their website and you can like rewatch the like i i don't th- i don't usually rewatch the lecture but i think they just have more um more materials online so you don't have to take as many notes because you can just refer to those. that's actually yeah and I, I also think like if you sit there and like all right so, okay so i think you have to strike a good balance between taking notes and just sitting there and listening because sometimes if you sit there and listen um you're not distracted by your notes sometimes you're writing down notes like Mm -hmm. and then you like might miss something or not fully understand it whereas like if you're just like listening really intently then maybe you'll get a better understanding but um at the same time like if you're just sitting and listening it might be easy to zone out so like notes i think play the role of getting me uh or like helping me stay focused to mm. some extent yeah that's um, interesting yeah my old chemistry teacher never let us take notes during class because she was like oh. you're just distracting yourself i mean no notes <laughs> may, might be like a stretch but yeah few notes might be or i, I guess it depends on the class too it depends yeah 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 okay so um i also think i would never type notes. i just I still don't type really or I, I type like so sometimes i need to prepare for a class and i type notes um but if i'm taking notes in lecture i would i'll always just have have like a notebook Mm, yeah yeah we're so (laughs) old-fashioned our pen and paper yeah i think like having it up on the side and like the noise from typing is kind of probably distracting that's true the noise is, is kind of annoying and then the act of writing things out in a notebook also helps you I think you talked about this in mm-hmm. one earlier episode mm-hmm. but yeah I, I think yeah for me it's kind of the same it's like um when I like try to remember the topic you can go back and like remember what you wrote down it's easier to remember something you wrote down than what you typed yeah you yeah, can yeah. remember like if you drew something like over here on the page like it's easier to remember than if yeah just typing like straight That's down true. the page yeah okay second thing second thing is lectures Ooh. Um, so I guess, uh, I, um, so like lectures now are, are completely on zoom. Uh, I think 
um, like post pandemic, uh, maybe large lectures might still be on Zoom. <laughs> what do you think? Maybe, no, yes. You know, I would like to say that I think that they will be in person, but <laughs> I think for large, very large lectures, they might. I don't know, but then it also sucks because I know I will be in large lecture classes, especially mm -hmm. being pre-med. Um, I think like section and stuff will be in person, like lab will be in person, but maybe for larger lecture, I mean, they might, they might do like a stagger method kind of, or they might like have it have like maybe like one day, like this part of the class doesn't online and this person, this part is like in person and then you switch. I don't know. Okay. Or maybe they might just do everything. As yeah. So can. yeah. What, um, so what HBS is doing right now, they, they want to have as many people in person as possible. So like mm -hmm. they have, a, they have hybrid classrooms where there's like half the room, half the students are sitting in the room. They're logged into their zoom meeting, but there's like, I think there's no audio on this, but then, but then there's TVs around the room and the TVs have a different zoom meeting on them with the mm -hmm. virtual people. Mm -hmm. And then, um, the audio comes from there, but then the um, the the professor can see everyone in the class from there, like that the virtual one, and then they also have like the the other Zoom meeting up, I think, or or they somehow like sync them together. Whoa, so it's like once, I, I don't know, it, it's it's something complicated like that. But hybrid is also an option. I don't I don't really I don't think that is that sustainable, right? It's like half the rooms there. Yeah, okay, the I don't know. Like, I think I mean I think. Yeah. Maybe if people are, maybe there are, if there are still remote people, but that's probably less uh, of a thing for college. Yeah. And you can just watch it after. That's true. But like one good thing about Zoom is that um, they can bring in lecture or guest lectures from anywhere. Mm -hmm. So people don't have to travel. So I think like seminars or, and like guest lectures will be, um, will happen more often maybe. Yeah. Which is cool. I also think, um, Okay, I don't know if you have something about this, but I think like for like short meetings or like checking and stuff, I think they might still be on Zoom because like I think okay. Zoom is so convenient. Yeah. So like people will probably be lazier. And so like they're gonna be like, oh, like instead of you like walking all the way across across campus to me, why don't we just like quickly chat on Zoom? Yeah, that's interesting because um in in one of my classes we had a Zoom rep or so we were discussing Zoom as this was my markets class, and then mm -hmm. um the case was about Zoom and then we had a Zoom uh like um represented or like some vp of something come in and then he was like he was talking about what their vision is and they think that um so before the pandemic the, the default for like a meetup would be in person right but then if you can't you would just like facetime them or something mm. but they think after the pandemic the default will be zoom yeah yeah and yeah, then yeah if you like that's really want to meet up that's what i think you'll meet up. Okay. yeah i think that's because yeah, like that's it's actually because because also another thing is like because of zoom you can like schedule more things in your day yeah so i think people will be like oh well like a i'm lazy or i don't want to walk across campus <laughs> b like this is just faster and so let's just do zoom mm -hmm. yeah. i feel like i do that for some things yeah i think okay i i think like if it's someone at harvard i probably won't zoom them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. if it's like i mean i guess if that actually then who would i zoom hmm, who, deep. Would, who would you dylan like, would abandon zoom uh i mean, I mean I was my like, parents I was... are in georgia so 
I would have yeah. to FaceTime them. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I would call my parents anyway. <laughs> but like, who would you who would you Zoom? I mean, maybe for like projects or something. Not not for a hangout, right? Oh, not for a hangout. Maybe for like if I had like a quick check in with like my lab PI or something. Oh no, yeah, yeah. that might be on Zoom. Oh, for like friend stuff. Yeah, that, oh, that's what Zoom is saying. Oh, I would no. Okay, for friend stuff, I was <laughs> no. Person. Yeah, I okay, was talking okay. about like academically. Okay. I wonder if office hours will be on Zoom too. Yeah, actually, maybe maybe, maybe um, Zoom is more focused on like business. Yeah. I I don't know. I think they think they can they can tackle business education and like personal lives, but I don't Dang. know about that. Dang, Zoom! Did you hear <laughs> that? You can't tackle all at once. <laughs> Well, okay. they think they okay, yeah. Okay, that's another thing. <laughs> oh yeah, wait. Another thing about Zoom classrooms is that the teacher can control everyone's experience, so that's also an advantage. Oh, that's teachers deep. Like. So yeah, so my my one of my professors was like, oh, I think if I had the option of going um going alive or going going um online or offline forever, I would choose like online forever because like I can I can make sure everyone's looking at the same thing, what like mm. what I'm talking about. So. Steve. Yeah, and then you can do like breakout rooms quickly, and that's true. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All right. So the the other thing was collaboration study. I guess we also already talked about mm -hmm. that. So like, you think quick things would be on Zoom still? Um. What do you? I uh, I think. Well, for me, I think like if it's like a quick meeting with an adult, I think I would do it okay. on Zoom. I think if it's like maybe if it's a quick meeting with. I don't know. Will you check PSETs with people on Zoom? I think I would. Ooh, yeah, maybe, because that's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you want to, like, hang out with them afterwards. Yeah, I think I would PSET with people in person. Um, but I don't think – I think I would check. Maybe, like, if it's, like, really quick, i check it on Zoom. Yeah. Um, that's so interesting. So quick things – because Zoom's, Zoom's business model is, like – if you have a meeting over 40 minutes, you have to pay. What the? So will people, I guess Harvard pays for premium accounts for everyone. But I also wonder for like interviews, because I've done some, oh, I yeah. did an, I did an interview over Zoom and that was weird. Yeah, I'm very sure that like, like first, first round interviews will be on, on like some virtual <sighs> That's call. so weird. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I guess quick studying things would be on, you think quick studying things would be on Zoom? Yeah, and like definitely. Longer things would be, okay. Okay, that makes sense. And then how about tests and exams? So like one thing that's definitely oh changed is like, you there's know, no, like, I think tests are less stressful now. Right? Yeah, no, because you don't have to enter a giant room with yeah. everyone else who is, who is also mm -hmm. stressed. Yeah, so now all, like, most classes have either a project or like an open book exam. Oh, so like I have classes with exams that are still closed book oh. but i think just the fact that i'm at my desk alone makes it less stressful oh, okay. yeah because then you don't also because okay you know when you're like taking an exam and then like kids finish early and oh then yeah. you're like oh shoot so like in person <laughs> you would see them turning the test but yeah. on zoom you just see the numbers going down of like the oh. participants because they're okay. leaving yeah which is actually less stressful so <laughs> okay. uh, i i am used to taking exams at my desk so i think i'll be I mean, I'm excited to take an exam in person. For the first one, I think I'll be excited. And then I'll be like, this is too stressful. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think, like, project-based and, like, open book might be more realistic. Like, I, I like the 
projects more, I think, because it's like you have to go learn something on your own and, and like present it, mm-hmm. which is more realistic. I don't uh, know if people. Yeah, I, I'm not sure about that. They'll probably just go back to normal. I think on this on this aspect. I think classes are easier now. I think if because <laughs> yeah. also oh, also like for my science classes, labs are online. And so it's just easier. Like it's just easier because you're watching someone do the lab and then you like record their data or you do like an online simulation, which like you can't really mess up. Like in real life, like you have to actually do the lab. And so it's so much easier to mess up. And I'm sure people like falsify data, but whatever. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Those are all the aspects that I had. I wonder if people have become lazier. In terms of like. In terms of school. Because you can actually zone out. Like, you can – it's very easy, I found, to do the bare minimum with online school. Because, mm. like, the, it's just so easy to, like <laughs> – Wait, what, what do you mean? Like, I feel like in person, right? Like, for example, if you have, like, a discussion section on a reading. I feel mm. like in person, it's a lot more obvious if you haven't done the reading. Oh. But I feel like online, like, you could not do the reading and you can just sit there. And, like, oh, no see. one will really, like, say anything. It's like, <laughs> okay. yeah. Um, I mean, I guess, like, deadlines and stuff are the same. I don't know. I don't know why, but I feel yeah, like... Yeah, I guess you can you can get by with, like, camera off, and then you're, yeah, like, exactly. you're not really there. Exactly. You're not really yeah. there. Like, you don't have to be fully engaged with your classes, okay. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, you don't have to be in a completely academic mindset. Mm-hmm interesting have you gotten lazier um maybe a a little bit like now but i'm still like trying my best i think so i'm such a good student (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. i mean oh sorry that is the church bell also, happy Easter! Yay! <laughs> um, all right, well, okay. I think that's everything. Yeah, sounds good. Nice. All right, well, thank you guys for listening. Sorry that the bell is going off, but okay, thank you guys for listening and supporting as always. Thank you to Dylan for being on this episode for the third time, or on this podcast for the third time. Anything else you want to say? Uh, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> I hope you guys have a great Easter. Um, and a great rest of the week. And remember that you can make the decision to be happy. <laughs> um, I'll see you guys next week for episode 34. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.